I'm Elisa Mortensen, and this is Undo Redo. Let's take a look at all the things that happen in life that we would like to undo and have a chance to redo. How are all my friends out there? I'm glad you're with me on this journey of figuring out what is working for us and what is not working for us. The more I talk to all of you, the more I realize how vast the options are for us to undo some things and have a redo with them. And you're showing me what's possible as well. Today, I would like to talk and share with you a concept. My instructor, Brooke Castillo, whose school I attended, she taught this. It's a concept called the manual. She says everyone has a manual from which they operate their lives from. And she describes it as being a very thick book, having long explanations written out in great detail. I may also refer to it as our rule book. Our rule book is filled with our expectations and assumptions on how life should go and how people should be. Nothing's wrong with this. It's very justifiable for us to have decided what we want our lives and relationships to look like. We begin writing our book at a very young age, deciding as we go what we put in the book and what we take out of it through our experiences and the examples that are shown to us. Things like the temperature of the bath that we take, or how our food should be prepared, or how other people in our lives are supposed to behave, and on and on. It's a wonderful thing. It can also be quite frustrating and damaging to have a belief system That if everything goes a certain way, then we can be happy and relaxed. The problem comes when none of us are aware that we're even doing this. We all truly think we have very reasonable life expectations. And unknowingly, we assume that everything will fall into place. When it doesn't happen that way... The problem then becomes we have tied all of our emotional well-being to whether or not this rule book is followed. Do you see where the problem can be? If you have decided that life is responsible for taking care of meeting your expectations, as has been written by you in your rule book, you will be super disappointed and find yourself running around trying to control all the people and situations in your life in order to make yourself happy again. Maybe it works for a minute, right? Then you need to find something else to go change and more things to keep changing and keep on repeating that in order to maintain it. You'll find yourself frustrated in so many ways. If we can't keep ourselves happy, what makes us think that anyone else or anything else could? I think it's hard enough keeping myself happy, let alone giving other things the power to make me happy or not. Let's back up and look at what you want to have change. Okay, think of it. Is it someone that you'd like to change or is it something that you'd like to change? Why do you want it to change? Why do you want them to change? I'll tell you your answer. I'll tell you the answer that it is every time. It's so you can feel better. When you tear it all down, it's always the same answer. It's because you don't want to worry or have it make you feel uncomfortable. You want to not 
have to judge it. Let me say that again. You want not to have to judge it or fix it. That is the only reason anyone ever wants to force change. It's out of desperation because you feel upset inside instead of relaxed. You think if it changed or they changed, then you can feel better. For instance, my youngest son has a prosthetic eye. We had his eye removed when he was four due to a tumor growing in the back of it. So he sees two different doctors, one for each eye, and his natural eye doctor told us that wearing glasses would decrease the probability of becoming blind in his lifetime. Um, And that would happen by having an accident that would damage the only eye he could see out of, okay? So wearing glasses daily would only be for the safety of his natural eye, not for correcting his sight, all right? We let him pick out whatever he wanted, and by around seventh grade, he was refusing to wear any at all. Well, he's now 17, and I bring it up sometimes. I think about it a lot, and knowing all of the statistics, I had chosen fear over the years. I caused fights over this. Big power struggles, you guys. I put punishments in place when he didn't obey. Um, But this type of behavior for me out of fear was only causing distance between us. And his choice was to not wear them, regardless of anything that I had put in place. My rule book says that my son must wear his glasses daily so he's not blind. So he doesn't become blind. Or whatever my rule book says, he has to wear his glasses. If he wore them, then I don't have to worry. So that's why I wanted to feel better. That's why it's in my rule book. And he would be falling in line with my rule book, my manual. And that would make me feel better. Yes, I could argue. I could prove the point that wearing them would statistically decrease his chances if anything were to happen because the glasses could deflect something coming. Um, But really, would it prevent everything from ever happening to him? It's not going to prevent everything from happening, right? What is really happening is that your thinking causes your feelings. It's not the situation. It's not the person. When your manual or rule book is being followed in situations, then you choose to think things like, that went well, or no problems here, or that was very smooth. And when your manual for people is being followed, it sounds like they love me. That was a nice conversation, or they appreciate me, or I feel appreciated. That's why we get to feel good is because of what we're thinking about it. In contrast, when your rule book is not being followed, you'll hear thoughts like, it's a sentence in your mind. It sounds something like, could it get any worse? Or I'm just not appreciated at all. Or you'll hear, that sucks. This is so screwed up. Or why is it so hard? Choosing those thoughts lead us to feel miserable. It's when we believe something outside of us is causing our emotions that we become powerless. That's where the misery comes from. Let me say that again. It's when we believe something outside of us is causing our emotions, we become powerless. It makes us confused as to what's actually 
making us feel good versus what is making us feel miserable. When we lose our power that way, we set ourselves up for being at the mercy of the negative emotion. And then we remain in the negative emotions more often. And let me tell you, we do not show up well from here. Let's clear up and undo what we've always believed. Okay, in the case of my son choosing not to wear his glasses, I spent days, weeks, and months and years pushing this topic with him. Pushing my agenda for him to care for himself like I would care for him. To have him make the decisions that I wanted him to make. It caused me to worry sick and to not be able to enjoy things like campfires or mountain biking as much. And so now fast forward, we're in high school. He's out with friends doing teenage boy stuff. And he's in jobs and I don't know what he's doing out in those landscaping sites. Half the time I don't even know where he is because he's really not good at communicating. As he has gotten older, I can now see that what I was thinking and what I am thinking sometimes, it causes my experience of fear and distress, which then surfaces in that relationship with him. If you could hear my thoughts, okay, it would sound something like, what if something were to happen? The chances are so high at his age. When you only have one eye, why doesn't he take this seriously? Why doesn't he make his life a priority? It's literally what it sounds like in my head. Those thoughts lead me to not treating him very nicely. I question his decision-making. I find myself just flat out not trusting any of his decisions because I've horribleized him just because he doesn't wear these glasses. In my rule book manual, it meant he was broken and he needed to be fixed or something. But did he? No, I did. I was out of line forcing him to make the decisions I wanted him to make. He didn't and doesn't want it. He doesn't want to wear them and it's his life. So now my thoughts are more relaxed around the situation. My thoughts are he knows the statistics. He is able to decide for himself. Um, my thoughts are we all take risks. Even when every time we drive, every time we get in the car or go recreate, we all are taking risks. Something could very well happen to me if I didn't, you know, wear a helmet on a bike ride to the grocery store. So this... This also comes up in my head is that sometimes when he isn't doing what I'd like him to do, it means something about me that I haven't taught him well, or I just didn't convince him well enough, you know, but he is capable of handling anything in his life that he will need to face. And that thought relaxes me. The other thought that I have that is really useful for me is I will be here for him with reminders, reminders spoken out of love and not fear, whether he chooses to wear his glasses or not. I know the times that I become a crazy person. I'm all wound up tight in fear and worry. I went around trying to control situations and people around me so I could feel happy and I could feel connected. And it actually did the opposite. It was very disconnecting from me and whoever I had the manual for, whoever I had this rule for. And I didn't even tell them about the rule, right? They didn't know. He didn't know that's my agenda and that's what I'm pushing and I have to have it in order to feel good. 
But now I can remind myself that the only reason I want to change anything around me or anyone around me is because I am wanting to feel better. I can also remind myself that it's impossible to change other people's behavior or other situations in order for me to feel better. Feeling better comes from inside a decision that we make, not outside from things we're forcing. It is within my control to feel better and relaxed at any time, no matter what's going on around me, no matter who's doing anything around me. Sure, and I agree the outside things make it easier because when it all goes my way, it does have an impact. It, it is easier to feel good when everything goes my way. But what I am thinking about and how I think about it matters the most. So now I can just take a deep breath and own my feelings. It's a great place to be. I own my thoughts that are creating my feelings. And that way I gain better access to my choices. I gain better access to my reactions. What do I need? I have control of me and I decide how I handle things. That's the best news ever. If I was responsible for creating my misery, then I'm also in charge of creating my happiness. I decide when my expectations aren't being met that I take ownership of what I choose to do with my time and how I respond from there. I can make decisions from a place of what I want to be, what I want to feel, and what I actually have control over. So consider this. What would your thoughts look like if everything did go your way? Can you think that positively without having it all go your way? without having to convince or manipulate others or control and micromanage situations around you. Stop choosing to be so entitled that the world goes by your rule book or you're going to make yourself miserable. You don't have to trash talk and disagree with everyone and everything around you as if you know better. Do you spend all your time arguing with the way things are currently going? It's your thinking that is the problem. When you become accepting, I didn't say become agreeing with, okay? That's very different. But when you become accepting of what is, the war with it is over. That's how you find peace. I want to say that one more time because I think it's really important. When you become accepting, and I didn't say agreeing with what goes on around you, when you become accepting of what is, The war with it is over. That's how you find peace. How peaceful and relaxed would it be to live in a space within yourself that is not on a constant fight, a constant agenda to push your way, to push your rule book on everything and everyone around you all of the time? Doesn't that sound exhausting? And we do this, right? To prove that we're right and they're wrong. Putting our well-being and the quality of life that we have into the hands of whether you can force your rule book on it or not. Placing all of your well-being and whether you can make things happen by your rule book or not, does that sound smart? When my rule book isn't followed, I can quit making it mean something so horrible that I no longer enjoy my life altogether. Becoming more relaxed grants you access to what you actually do want. To feel better. We all just want to feel better. And when we feel better, we have a better outlook. We have more creativity. We can problem solve better, is more accurate, gain self confidence. 
<clears throat> excuse me, self-confidence from it. We gain self-confidence from our decision-making. We use our time well. We have abilities and can form better habits from there. We will have a greater impact on those around us who we care for. And the best impact in our own lives with our own peace, calm, and relaxed. And we will feel better. Your thoughts are available for your choosing right now. Throw away your rule book. Um, notice when you have it, your life will drastically change for the better. I know it sounds too easy. And if it were easy, why isn't everyone doing it? Why can't everyone get to be relaxed and calm more often? Because we don't even know we're doing it. That's why we need to talk. My coach shows me what I can't see for myself. And you have to try it. All of you have to try it. Lifecoachalisa.com has a calendar. You can book a time for a quick chat with me and try this out. If you've thought of anyone during this episode, please share it with them because I believe that's the way that the heavens reach us is through each other. Let's be there for one another. Also, keep sending me your takeaways. I love hearing. And many of you also want to hear more examples of how people are using these concepts. I can't wait to hear from more of you and we'll talk to you soon or on next week's episode. Bye.